fans, welcome to a special edition of WPOV Aftermath. That's right, Aftermath. We have some great stuff going on. We're, this is the show where we usually tackle uh, pay-per-views or special events, and this is definitely a special event because this is me, the legend T. James Logan, and my co-host, Elio, the gentleman Canella. We're going to be covering the G1 Climax Tournament 30. That's right, the 30th year this thing's going on. This is a big, important tournament. We're going to try and go over most of these matches as we can as we go along. Uh, today, we're going to be covering, um, in this episode, we'll be covering the first four days. And uh, we'll be breaking down each of the matches, uh, going a little bit about it, seeing how, as this progresses, who is a better choice, who we think is going better, who's surprising us, who's failing us. We're just going to look at this tournament right off the bat. Now, first of all, before we get started, Elio, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Are you excited about the G1? I know we've talked about it all year. You know, it's great to see fans in live in, in the audience again. Yeah, and you know what the weird thing is? Uh, because Japanese audiences are more subdued anyways, yep. you can't really tell that there is, you know, that they, they are at a smaller capacity. They are, there's not as many fans. They're, they're doing this whole social distancing thing. But because of the way Japanese fans act to these things, it has the same feel as a regular show, which I, I find. I mean, also, also when, the last one, the camera pens, like the arena, it looks mm -hmm. like it's packed. It looks like it's packed. It's not full. Yeah. They are, they are having every second. They're only at 50% capacity, but they've, they've done it really well. And it does have a good feel uh, of a tournament. Now, uh, I'm going to ask you, Elio. Sir. So far, is there anything about the overall presentation of the tournament that has let you down this year? Do you feel anything that's lacking? So far, uh, no, so far, it's, uh, it's just great to see G1 Climax back. I've been missing MJPW. Okay, for me, I'm going to say the thing I find lacking is I wish they had English commentary. And don't get me Actually, wrong. Yeah, that's the one like, thing. Yeah. But I'm pretty much used to Japanese commentary because I just tune it out and I just watch the matches. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind. Like, we, we started with Japanese commentary, and I still can do it. My only sad part or disappointment feeling here is the fact that probably fans from North America who are not used to Japanese commentary might not give these uh, nights a, a chance. They're going to miss out some great wrestling. Uh, there's many people I know who will turn on foreign movies, and if there isn't subtitles or a dubbing, they're pretty much, well, not even subtitles. If there's, if there's not a dubbing, they're just like, not for me. What, right? I don't, what I don't miss is the no commentary and just a live mic. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. So far, that's been good. We haven't had to deal with that. I, you know, we might have to deal with that. This is a big tournament. In the middle of tournaments, traditionally, they've had a few – uh, where it's just been open mics and those are so, so hard. Those are so hard. To, they're so hard to get through. They really are. They really are. But uh, I gotta say, uh, it looks good. Uh, everything in the production values are right up there. Uh, it's really hard to tell that there are less people in the audience. The audiences are are giving a good energy. The performers are looking great. The, the entrances, um, the entrances are still cool. Um, but I mean, there are some small detractors. I mean, it was kind of odd for to see Minoru Suzuki's entrance and not hear people singing along. You know, that's his big shtick when he steps in and everyone yells out the last part. Well, you don't really have that with as many people, so you didn't really hear it. And that was a little bit different because I'm so used to hearing that. All right, fans, you know, before we get too far into day one or two here, I should really explain to fans who have just 
taken an interest in Japanese wrestling, who are watching our show or listening here and wondering uh, how exactly this tournament works. I'm going to explain really quickly how the point system works, all right? There are 20 competitors in this tournament. They are divided into two blocks, a block A and a block e, B. Each block has 10 wrestlers in it. The way it works is every night, it is a round robin tournament. Every night, randomly, uh, a guy in block A will face somebody else in block A, okay? Over this tournament, each guy in block A will face every other competitor in block A at least once, which means you're guaranteed nine matches from block A different, like nine nights, okay? Because the combinations are there. So what ended up happening is uh, if you defeat uh, somebody in your block, you are given two points. You can win by count out, submission, disqualification, two points. If you go to a tie or a time limit, like a time limit draw or somehow a double pin or some sort of thing like that, you are given one point. If you are disqualified, counted out, or fail to finish the match, you are given a zero. At the end of the nine matches in your block, they add up whoever has the most points over that over this thing. The winner of that will face the winner of block B, who's gone also through the same thing in their division. Then block A's winner will face block B. The winner of that match will be given a briefcase, which is a guaranteed title shot at uh, Wrestle Kingdom at the end of the year. This was what sets the tone and the direction. This tournament sets the tone and direction of things that happen. Now, things to keep along the way here to recognize. If at the end of the tournament, two guys are tied in their block, they look at each other's record. If one of those guys has beaten the other or scored more points over the other, that person will automatically go to the next level. If by some weird thing, they have a draw over each other or the zero points over each other, and there might be an extra match tacked on to, to, to determine who would win against each other. Um, things also to note, you'll notice that in this tournament, there are multiple champions. Naito is in there. Uh, sometimes, I don't think the current tag team champions are in there, but um, you'll notice that the US champion, uh, I mean, the Neverweight champions in there. Um, if you are to pin any of the champions during this tournament, Suppose uh, somebody beats Naito, okay? Or somebody beats, uh, um, who's the other openweight champion? Uh, is, is, it there, is, it, is there Osprey? Osprey is a champion of some sort too, but any of the champions who get pinned, any of the, no, I think he's a Rev Pro. Any, okay, I can't even remember. This has been, <laughs> we've had a bit of a break here. I can remember Naito is the champion, but any of the champions who get pinned, including if you were a tag team champion in this tournament, you are given a title shot against them down the road. So Naito is going to have a few contenders coming out of this tournament because there's no way he's going to win nine straight matches, okay, if he was to win on. So anyone who defeats him in this tournament, they don't win his belt, but they'll be given a title shot against him before Wrestle Kingdom, okay? And so if somebody beats any of the – I noticed that some of the uh, – yeah, there's a good example. The Neverweight six-man uh, six tag team champions are in there, all three of them. If anyone scores a pin over any of them, uh, including Tai Chi, or not Tai Chi, sorry, uh, uh, Ishii, isn't he uh, a, a, a champion right now? Yeah, you said they're, they're, all of them are members of Chaos. Yeah, so I believe he has a chance. So if somebody beats him, so I guess Suzuki can challenge him if he wanted with a team of, of two other guys to go after their belts if they'd want so far in this tournament. So that's how this tournament works. At the end, like this is the one that sets the tone, folks. Whoever uh, looks good in this tournament 
are the guys who you're going to see in your main events coming up. Whoever gets a pin on champions will get title shots. And the eventual winner will get a suitcase that they can cash in on Wrestle Kingdom. Now, the only difference here between anything weird is they have to defend that suitcase at least once or twice before Wrestle Kingdom. So they could lose that guaranteed title shot. So interesting stuff. Just want you folks to get caught up on how to figure out how this whole system works, okay? Now let's look at uh, block. Let's look at block A. Now I remember we eventually talked. Uh, we, we talked about block A, and uh, on, I think originally my pick had been. Did I say Koto Ibushi? I believe was you my picked for, pick? for for block A. You picked Okada or Kota Ibushi. Okay. Okay. Oddly enough, they match up in the first round in the opening <laughs> thing. Um, okay, and who did you pick for the for for uh, block A? And because block I'm also I'm also slightly right now at this moment on the fence. I'm gonna have to wait till I see uh, episode. Uh, well, till I see block A uh, night two of block A because if they present somebody as they had in this episode, I might start to change my pick. Uh, who did you pick for block A? Okay, so for Maki, I picked either Shingo Takaki or Tomohiro Ishii. Okay, all right. Now let's start off taking a look and go quickly over the matches in uh, night one of Maki. Okay. okay fir first match, we have Will Ospreay defeating Yojiro Takahashi. Yep. Now, I don't think there was anyone who thought that Takahashi was going to get a win <laughs> at all. At all. Um, I got to say, Will Ospreay looked, uh, he looked good. He looked very uh, touched coming out the, the fan for the fans' reaction. Um, I'm not going to get much into it, but uh, you know, there's been lots of online speculation, a lot of outrage over what some people have perceived as Will Osprey's behavior uh, outside of wrestling, having to do with some accusations, and they're not directly against him, but uh, at least not the assault parts. But but his his. Uh, complicity in trying to make life miserable for a so-called uh, or I shouldn't say so-called but a, pro, a a possible victim here uh, has not made Will Ospreay look very good in North American or British and European audiences. The Japanese do not have too much of a problem with this but I was curious. I was really wondering because it kind of looked like when Will came out he was holding his breath, wondering how the fans were going to react to him. And they react to him positive, and he took it very graciously. But, you know, there could have easily been that backlash. A lot of people, yep. I know, I when I heard this whole story, and if the story is true and it's found out to be true, uh, as much as I think Will Ospreay is an awesome wrestler, that's disgusting. And if that's true, I don't want to see him in a tournament. I don't want to see him uh, given any kind of props. So mm -hmm. uh, let's get into the match, though. Um, Ospreay. Uh, you want to talk about the match first, or do you? I thought this was a good opener. I like, uh, I like uh, the way uh, Osprey uh, was presented in this match. Uh, he hit the Stormbreaker on yeah. Hayashi. Now, now uh, one thing I did know that is uh, I noticed. Uh, you mean Yajiro Takahashi? Sorry. Yep. What, one thing. Okay, Yajiro was totally outmatched mm. here. Okay, he really didn't. He looked way yep. out of place. He yep. didn't look like there was any time in this match he was really going to come out and do anything devastating to Osprey. Um, I got to say, I really hate his his cheesy-ass um, move, especially yeah. the move, where he grabs the guy, sticks his – he bites him by the thumb and does the underarm thing while still holding his thumb in his mouth. 
I just it, I just think it's stupid. Yeah. I mean, if, uh, if somebody did that to me, I would be pulling his teeth right out of his face. Yeah, you bite my thumb in a thing like that, and and I'm, and Osprey takes the whole move. No, I would be pulling your teeth out. Uh, you go to the dentist after that. <laughs> no, I've never been a fan of Takahashi, but I got I got no, I got to remember now. There's there's two Takahashi's now. Yes, you, you missed it. Yes. <laughs> You, you you weren't thinking Hiromu, were you? Because no, 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 no. I was I was uh, I was thinking Yujiro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yujiro was just uh, he was like two steps behind. I don't think any time in this match, uh, like I said, there was any danger for Will. Will hit a, a couple cool moves. Yep. Uh, he he did that thing where he fakes out the jump and does the flip and lands in the uh, I don't know what you call that the superhero pose. Um, so, you know, he, he checked the boxes, did the Stormbreaker, did all his moves. I like the, that move where he runs up and does the, the, the drop kick and then flips up, like kind of runs up you, kicks you, flips and does another move in front of you. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, did, he pulled that move. I don't know if you call yeah. that move, but he did that move and uh, that was really cool. Um, so, yeah, definitely easy two points tonight for, uh, for Osprey. Okay. Moving on to the second match, I got to tell you, man, I did not – Yes, this. Uh, oh my this God! Night. When the, yeah. this match, I was not expecting uh, the results that we got. Taichi beating Jeff Cobb. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, Taichi. Um, I expect him to maybe get one or two fluke wins. Oh, I expect. Man. I expect Jeff Cobb to do half-ass in this tournament. I thought for sure, you know, he's going to lose when he goes up against Abushi, Okada, or White. But to lose to Taichi was a very big surprise. Holy Jesus. And, and totally clean. Taichi yeah. did not uh, do any uh, dirty tricks at the end. It was a totally clean win for him. That's what, that's why when, when, when he won, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> and I'm sorry, but whatever that look that Chef Cobb is going for right now is creeping me out. I don't like it. <laughs> the, the gray beard, and it makes... I, I know Jeff Cobb. I, I've sat and talked with him. This way his hair and his things, it almost makes him look kind of cross-eyed. <laughs> he's up there, you know? It's like he's taking the Shawn Michaels posing uh, things. I, I don't think it's a good look, and I, gosh, I hope he doesn't. It ages him, too. That that look, when they came out and said, oh, yeah, he's 38, I thought, oh, frick, he looks like wow. he's 48 in there. Like <laughs> His face looks old, you know? like, uh, And it's not a good look for him, so... But like I said, very surprised by this. Awesome. Taichi, sorry. I I I thought I I read something that uh, he uh, passed up on AEW because he wanted to compete in AEW. But I thought um, there was there's like a deal where if you're in AEW, you can compete in AEW as well. Yeah, you can. But keep in mind, if you sign to AEW, that's a weekly show, right? Oh yeah. So if you true. if you want to go, yeah, you can go compete in New Japan, right. but that doesn't necessarily mean you can stay for a couple months and right, watch right. a bunch of shows, which I think Cobb wants to do. I think he wants to wrestle uh, a bit full time right now, oh, and you okay. can't do both. You know, you can't really right. do both. Yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, Taichi getting this win really surprised me. Um, wanted to see a lot more from Jeff Cobb. So uh, two points to Taichi. All right, next match. This is the match I'm going to say. Okay, we expected this to be a, a, a slobber knocker. We expected this to be uh, crazy, hard-hitting, nonstop, and a deliver. Okay? 
these two beat the living snot out of each other. These two killed each other. They did. However, <laughs> there is something that came out of this match, uh, Elio, that uh, changed me a little bit. Um, oh. When we saw Minoru Suzuki's name on there, yeah. um, I, I expected him to not really do well. It seems like he doesn't really care about these tournaments. Mm -hmm. So I expected him to either get a lot of double disqualifications, get disqualified, get counted out, uh, lay some beatings and walk away laughing, not really caring. Um, yet he measured this match well. Yes, it was your usual hard-hitting brutality you see out of Suzuki, but he definitely was keeping the idea of going for that win. And it makes me wonder if he is going to be a dark horse winner here. I mean, we've reset the year. Uh, Naito doesn't have a clear rival challenge yet. Why not give, you know, 51-year-old Suzuki his last uh, real run at the thing? I, I, I'm going to have to say I'm, I'm holding reservation here till night two. If night two he's booked in this same way and I get that same feeling, I'm going to think maybe he's going to be the dark horse winner here. And that surprised me because I did not think that till I saw this match. And this match, I enjoyed this match so much that I think we should put this one in the vault. I'm, you know what? I agree with you. Um, the only thing I found weird about it is um, it really did look like Suzuki kind of owned Ishii in this yeah. match. Ishii <laughs> oh, got man. in a few things, but it seemed like it was like it, it was like a, there was a was point taking. where it was a point during the match where he was just like beating Ishii down. Mm -hmm. It's like Ishii was like getting back up and like Suzuki would just kick him back down. Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, let's put that into our vault, folks. Uh, for people who are wondering what the heck we're talking about on WPOV Global, we uh, open a vault every year and we put matches in to compete for matches of the year. And this was a great match. So let's include, I don't know how, we might get a lot of these during, uh, during the G1, but that's what we're going to, we even talked about it today that there was two matches we were considering uh, from block from just this night, but we, we whittled it down to this one. And uh, this is a very strong match. And I agree. Let's, let's throw that into the vault. Okay. Now, um, I was kind of hoping that Ishii was going to be the dark horse here, but that he was, I felt he was kind of owned by Suzuki here, and I think he'll still have a strong tournament, but I don't think we're going to see him in the finals by any means. Okay. Uh, Minoru Suzuki might be an outside win. What, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, looking at uh, after this match, uh, I don't know, man, because I picked, uh, I picked Ishii as uh, one of the two for Block 8. So but... I don't Yep. Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to have to see block. Two. I think night two will give us a more indication of where guys, you know, first night jitters, first night explosions, who knows, you know? All right. Uh, third match of the night. Uh, Jay White defeats Shingo Takagi. Okay. This is one of the matches when I seen this, I was not sure what, which way to go with this. I mean, Shingo is definitely working his way from uh, the last year, you know, he'd been in, uh, he'd been in the mid heavyweights. He's gone heavyweight now. He's a big boy. Let's let's, know, let's face it. He was no junior heavyweight. That was kind of a joke <laughs> that they had him in that in that division. Um, Jay White, however, 
uh, was definitely a wild card for me going in. I mean, he has not been in New Japan during the whole quarantine. Uh, he was back home in New Zealand. I, we had no idea what kind of shape he was going to be in, what mm-hmm. kind of look he had. And holy crap, he must have spent nonstop in the gym because he was yeah. pretty cut and in awesome. Probably the best shape I think I've seen him in in a match. Uh, he looked really good out there. He did really uh, well. He did, he did his usual douchey things, yeah. um, lots of cheating, using a ref bump and, and, and stuff to get the win. Um, it was good, but I think if this is going to be his tournament, I'm not sure if I really want to see this a lot. You know, it kind of, it's annoying to me, this sort of thing, because these kind of tournaments are supposed to be even the, everybody, whether whatever you do, uh, are supposed to rise up to do your wrestling. And it makes me think of the year Fale was in and all he was doing was like, you know, <laughs> taking guys out or t- times in the end where they had the Bullet Club interfering constantly. Not not a big fan of that. So uh, Jay White, if this is the route he's going to take, if it's going to be constant interference, I don't think he's going to go that far in the tournament, okay? Uh, I want to see him wrestle and earn a place. Uh, but I just, somehow I just have a feeling this isn't the year of Jay White. I don't think we're going to see him so far, but who knows? Let's see how uh, night two looks on first. Well, we said we said about that uh, one uh, tournament thing that uh, he was in, and we didn't think he would win, and he ended up winning. Yeah. So hey, maybe he'll prove us wrong again. Uh, what did you think of this match with Takagi? Uh, like, like you said, like it was usual. Jay White did his usual uh, stuff, but yeah, um, it wasn't bad. Um, Jay White paint. I like at the end, uh, Takagi was holding the ice bag and Jay White just reaches over and takes the ice bag away. Yeah. I'm like, wow. <laughs> he really knows how to play the douche. He really knows how to make people hate him, that's for sure. Uh, just, you know, the stuff, he, the stuff he was saying when he came out, uh, the way he was berating the fans. Uh, he's a definitely felt, falls into that thing as a villain. Uh, but like I say, let's give him kudos for the shape he's in right now. That yep. He looks remarkable. Um, and finally, the last match of the night of Block A. Uh, boy, you know what? I wasn't sure how to go with this one in my mind. You know, like I picked Okada as the possible tournament winner with Obushi as my backup. Uh, right now, that's in flux with me mm-hmm. for just the simple reason. I want to see what Suzuki's going to do a little more. And I did not expect Obushi to defeat Okada in the first first match. Uh, that threw me right off to um, really fun match. Um, yep. It seemed like a weird explosion. You had Abushi uh, at full gear coming at uh, Okada, and Okada really slowing him down a lot. You know, um, almost taking the win with the Tombstone pile driver into the uh, into the Rainmaker, but uh, Abushi finishing with the Kamagoya, taking yep. him right out. So uh, uh, got to watch out for the knee of of Abushi. That's a dead. The, the Kamagoya seems to be a move. If he manages to get it on you, it's a uh, lights out what do you think of this match i uh, see so yeah this was a fun match uh, i wasn't sure who was gonna win um, but yeah when it, yeah when the bushi hit that kamagoya mm. it was all it was all over for for okada okay so that gives us two points to koto abushi i guess i didn't say two points to jay white we'll see how that changes after as we get into uh night two of blocking this episode all right um, so that is block A. We're going to take a look now at block B. Okay. All right. Now we're moving into block B. Now, first of all, I know you wrote it down. Who were our picks? 
I want to see if I've changed my mind at all. Okay. Our picks going in. Our pick so, and our alternate. Going in, I went with Naido and Kenta. And you okay. picked Sonata and Evo. Wow. <laughs> and I, I'm at, wow. Uh, <laughs> you picked the two guys who won their matches, and I picked the two guys who <laughs> lost their matches. <laughs> oh, let, let, let's take a look at this and uh, see if our minds have changed. Uh, I think uh, by day two of block A and B, I think after then we'll readjust and take a look if we're changing our picks then, okay? Okay. All right, block A match. First of all, Juice Robinson defeating Yoshihashi. No one thought Yoshihashi was going to win. No. Uh, as for Yoshihashi, man, he is just boring. I can't understand <laughs> watching Yoshihashi. That's what I, actually, uh, when I was watching this match, uh, you see, yeah. uh, there were points where I kind of tuned out. Uh, yeah, it's very little, easy. And then <laughs> I'm like, okay, I better, yeah, better focus and pay attention. I got to say, I like yeah. I like how Juice Robinson looks. I like his new look. Yeah, he um, looks good. I could not stand his old look. Mm -hmm. It was just ridiculous. It was like, I don't know, he had four different ideas and he couldn't get it together. <laughs> I, um, I don't even know. You know, I'm looking at this this look of his. I'm not sure what it is. He, he kind of looks a bit like Michael Jackson. He kind of looks a bit like Freddie Mercury. He looks, uh, I, I don't even know, Jean-Claude Van Damme. He's like kind of got this cool mix, but it's his own thing. And... Uh, I liked it a lot better than what we've seen him. And his style, his, his match felt a little fresher. Yep. Um, you know, he wins with all friction to take, uh, to take the two points. Um, Yoshihashi, just the usual boring crap. I, I, like I said, it's hard for me to get behind Yoshihashi. Yeah, I have no I, words for Yoshihashi. Yeah, you just you keep hoping that maybe someday he's going to rise up. But it, it's how many years are we waiting for this? You know? I, I even hope when I saw him come out, he had better looking gear. His hair looked cooler. He looked slightly different. In my head, I thought, oh, maybe we're going to see finally something out of Yoshihashi. Like, because they put him in a lot of bigger events. So I'm thinking, maybe we'll see what they see, but I still don't see it, man. Yoshihashi just equals snooze fest for me. Mm -hmm. All right, next match Toriano versus Sonata. Now, I knew, I talked about Toriano was going to play the Joker here. And definitely the spoiler. I didn't expect it to be over Sonata. Uh, I, I just have a question. What happened, yes. at, what happened at, the, at the end here? I know Yano won by Kyoto, yeah. but what exactly happened there? Uh, well, um, okay. So this is kind of a riff on what happened last year where uh, Yano, you know, he starts off with his rolls of tape. He tricks Sonata out of the ring, ties Sonata up into the Paradise Lock. That way... Uh, Sonata, or he ties them all up with his tape. That way, Sonata is stuck out there and misses the count. Then last year, right, during the tournament when they faced each other, uh, you had kind of the opposite where uh, they took out Yano and um, Sonata put him in the paradise lock. That's what I was trying to get at. Le and left him there in the count. So they... This seems to be their ongoing theme between these two. So, you know, the match starts okay, off. Okay, so that, that, that was the referee that was out there at the end after. No. With, at the, well, here's what happened, okay? So at the end of the madness, it starts off with, like, the referee finds three rolls of tape yeah. in Yano in the beginning. Yeah, I got that, yeah. Takes him out. The match goes on. Uh, they end up on the ramp with Sonata uh, trying to use the Paradise Lock, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But one of, the young, long, one of the young lions actually helps Yano out. Okay, right. that's who that was. I was trying to figure yeah, out what, was a, what, what, what that was. That was a young lion. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, I believe that was, uh, Yi, what's his name? Yuya Iamoro. Yeah, Yuya Iamoro, yep. Okay, Iamoro like set Yano free and then somehow uh, Sonata gets tied up by, uh, by Yano now and he's trapped outside and he tapes, he tapes him to Iamoro. <laughs> so, so him and Amoro are stuck outside. So that's what holds back uh, Sonata from coming in. Okay, and, so uh, that's what happened. I was like, that's what happened. what's going on here? And it's hard, yeah. See, there's where a commentary helps a bit because if you're not, you know, it's hard to recognize the young lions or especially yep. what they're looking like this year. So it's easy to think like, what the hell happened there? And you're right. So Yano gets the win because Sonata is tied up outside with Amoro, gets the, gets the two points, uh, First of all, though, I just want to say uh, I like Sonata's new look. Uh, got rid of the mohawk thing. Uh, yep. It's growing his hair out. It's got a, he's looking more and more like a main eventer than a guy who maybe could be a main eventer. So I'm not saying – I'm not going to say uh, I made a wrong pick with Sonata because I, it's still early in this tournament. And Yano, Yano's a spoiler, man. He's going to take points from, like, you know, all the big guys. He, he may be the guy who takes uh, two points from uh, Naito. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. you, you never know. So I'm not too concerned about that. A little bit surprised, but not overly, especially with the history these two have of taping each other up. And You know, next year it'll probably be Sonata's turn to win. Okay. Um, next, ma next match, Kenta versus Hiroko Goto. What do, I want your opinions on this match. Um, actually, at first I didn't, I, I didn't recognize Goto for a moment. Mm -hmm. I, I, he looks yeah. trimmer. Yeah. He looks trimmer. Yep. Uh, this was a good match. I expected. I expected uh, Kenta to win, which he did. So yeah, it was. Uh, no, I w no, it was a good match. I'm gonna say this: if if I really wasn't following New Japan as as much as I have, yeah. and say I was just a casual fan turning this on, uh, Hiroki Goto had an awesome look tonight. He looked like a big, strong main event killer out there. Yeah, okay? he looked yeah. good. Yep. And I love Kenta's wrestling, mm -hmm. but I'm not, I don't know, tonight he just didn't come across as a really, as a heavyweight. He came across as a little guy who managed to squeak out a victory tonight. Okay. And uh, usually I expect Kenta to take a lot more attack. I expect a lot more aggression and a lot more results. And I felt like he just squeaked by go-to here, you know? Um I love Goto, but let's face it, he's the perennial bridesmaid. This poor guy yeah. never makes the main event. He always just fails short. Poor Goto. Um, yeah, the fans love him. He has a great look. I like his style. Yeah. Um, he's, he's a really good package, so I'm not sure why New Japan never pulls the trigger on this guy, but um, I like how he looked today, and, and I, I think that's a good look for him, and, and maybe that'll stimulate people's interest in him, okay? So we got two points to Kenta. Next, we move over to a match that I wasn't sure where they were going to go with this one. This is an intrigue. For me, this was the most intriguing matchup on tonight's card, even more so than Naito and Tanahashi. We're talking about Zack Sabre Jr. Um, taking on Evil and defeating him. I, first of all, I kind of thought Evil was going to win this. You know, um, I, I, I actually wondered why this didn't happen, why, why there was Bullet Club people out there for Evil but yet there was nobody out there for Sabre Jr. who usually runs in a crowd of guys. Suzuki Goon usually have a bunch of guys hanging out there. So that was a bit surprising to me. 
Yeah, the, uh, this match uh, surprised me because for all of the heelish tactics that Evo uh, pulled on uh, Zack Sabre, mm-hmm. Sabre managed to win. <laughs> Well, I love the pin he used. Yeah. That's a really tricky lock pin like that, kind of reverse roll-up bridging thing that yeah. traps your guy right in there. So it looks very realistic. I like that. So this was oh. a good match. It was surprising because I thought Evil was going to win this match. So did I. I was surprising in the very beginning, too, is I felt like Zack Sabre got caught flat-footed, which he usually doesn't. Evil kind of mauled him for the first little while. And at the beginning, uh, they were outside, yeah. uh, and Evil just popped him, and he went down. Yeah, he just kept <laughs> like, slapping him around. Um, what do you think about Evil's new uh, getup? I like, it, nah, I like his, his whole uh, look and uh, his uh, new entrance theme. Yeah, I like it all. Um, I th- I always laugh because the, 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 his wrestling gear before, he kind of looked like an overgrown baby. You know? <laughs> uh, I thought this was a nice presentation. Fits in with the Bullet Club colors. Yep. Um, I liked it. He looked more devastating and more – he looked more serious to take in this match. Okay? I got to say, I can't stand that move of his where uh, he grabs your leg and then throws it to the ref – and the ref holds it and he punches or punches or kicks you while the ref's holding your leg. I just think that's such a dumb contrived spot. And I'm not, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised why no wrestler who does that, when he throws you the leg, why not just boot the referee as hard as you can? That's something you can, I'd expect. You're not going to get disqualified, that's right? Something, that's something I'd expect Jay White to do. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, he uses that move a lot. He's, it's one of his signature moves, but I, I just don't see why people just don't kick the ref super hard because – you can't get disqualified. He threw you into it, right? It was an accidental boot to the ref. So, uh, but Saber, um, wow. I'm not, you know, I just, he didn't dominate the match like he usually does a lot of his matches, which surprised mm-hmm. me. Okay. He won, but it was kind of a, if it almost had that fluke feel win, like he stole a victory yeah. in the end. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure what to think of him as this tournament goes on, but this is only night one. So he gets the two points over Evil, which, like I said, surprised me. I thought Evil for sure uh, was a better, uh, a solid more choice here. And then finally, the main event of uh, Block B, day one, Tatsuyo Naito, the current champion, defeating Hiroshi Tanahashi. Did you think this was going to go this way? Um, I had a feeling that Tanahashi was going to win this one. Okay. Yeah. I did too. This was a good match, a good main event. It was good. Um, I, yeah, it was probably, you know, I still think the the Zack Sabre Jr. Evil match was a little more interesting. Yeah. But I mean, you can't not have the the champion in the main event, right? Yeah. No, this was a good match, but uh, the Sabre Evil match was a surprise of the night for me. Yeah. Naito over Tanahashi. I don't think Tanahashi has a, a, a G1 vic, like final victory left in him. I, he may maybe get to the finals as a sentimental pick here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this, and in this, uh, definitely he has an easier time. I think in Block B. I think Block B is not as strong as Block A. You know, there's some good wrestlers here in Block B, but you've got Naito, and then a whole gap, and then the other guys, and then a gap to the lower card. Mm-hmm. When you well, look at Block, Block A, has a, all the big ones. Yeah. He's got like four or five dudes who could easily take this tournament. Um, I mean, Taichi's a big name. (laughs) 
<laughs> my lord. Uh, this match is okay. I, I guess I'm not the biggest Tanahashi fan in my, in my books. I, I kind of find his matches the same a lot. And uh, Naito, well, he's an okay guy, but I can't say I've always been the biggest Naito fan either. You know, I get invested in his actual character, but his wrestling, eh, whatever. We, we, um, we, we know you miss Kevin Kelly saying Destino. Oh, God, Destino! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's not a soccer game. Anyhow, uh, so Naito with two points tonight. So, uh, revelations on on day one. Um, wondering about Suzuki, where that's going to go. Uh, that was the surprise for me in block A. Block B, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. defeating Evil. Definitely yeah. a surprise for me. Did yep. not see that coming. So, um, so far, it's been fun, interesting opening nights. All right, folks, continuing on with our aftermath here of uh, the G1, let's go into day three now, okay? And we're going to go over these matches really quick. Uh, Jeff Cobb defeating Shingo Takagi. Shingo Takagi's not having a good time so far. Yeah, two losses in a row. Finally, though, Jeff Cobb looking good in here. Um, it was kind of odd to see uh, somebody bigger than um, Takagi. Usually he's like massively over people yep. um it was nice to see jeff cobb kind of tower over him um lots of lots of lots of hard hitting in this match uh cobb getting a win i think he needed this win though i don't think it really knocks takagi he's still got a good reputation but i don't think a lot of fans in japan really know jeff cobb as well as they do as other mm -hmm. people so i think he really needed some momentum in this match this match definitely gave him that so a thumbs up for him winning that one Next match, boy, talk about one of the shittiest matches on so far. Kazuchika <laughs> Okada defeating uh, Yujiro no, Takahashi. Any, I, I think any match with uh, Yujiro Takahashi is bad, almost as bad as Yoshihashi. Yeah, I got to say, I was uh, uh, not surprised that this was crappy. Uh, Okada taking the win, but man, he doesn't seem to be on any kind of fire right now. So this might turn, though. It's an early in the tournament, early days. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Taiichi defeating Minoru Suzuki. Now, off air, you were telling me that uh, Taiichi had this look on his face. Like, did this really happen? I had yeah. that same look when I was sitting there watching this. Like, yeah, but, but then, but then I watched the match again, and and then he did have the look, but he also had this look of like, you know, f you, old man. <laughs> and I was kind of like, good, all right. Uh, he did some weird crap at the end with that glove thing he carries around, and okay, and he was a little, but. Oh. He was a lot more respectful to others than Taichi usually is. So I don't know if we're going to get... I'm wondering if this is uh, a final change for Taichi to become maybe a good guy. Mm. Because uh, Suzuki's not going to be too happy about losing like that. But at the same time, in Suzuki-Goon, they face each other in tournaments now and then. You're supposed to give it your all. So I'm not sure if Suzuki's going to be proud of him or pissed at him. I guess that remains to be seen. Uh, pretty hard-hitting match. Uh, I was getting more and more impressed with how much abuse Taichi would take and still get up. You know, uh, the winning with the Black Mephisto out of nowhere, pretty surprising. Uh, interesting start. This next match, though, um, I'm going to say, you know what? I want to put this one in our vault because I think this one was even better than uh, Ishii versus Suzuki. And that was Will Ospreay against Tomohiro Ishii. And uh, yeah. wow. What a contrast of styles. What, a, what an unexpected counter-filled attack counter, spectacular moves. Both guys looked really good here. 
Uh, yeah, you cool putting this one in the vault? Yep. All right, throw it in there, buddy. All right, so Will Ospreay versus Tomohiro Ishii is in the vault. Day three, G1. All right. Uh, what did you think of this match, buddy? Uh, the Ishii Ospreay was a good match. Yeah. I really liked it. All right. And then uh, Jay White versus Koto Ibushi. Ah, that's two wins for Jay White. Um, first loss for, for Koto Ibushi. Huh. I don't, I just not feeling Jay White in this match. It feels like it's a lot of dirty tricks for him to do no. each time. He, he, he looks good. He's got that. He, he, you can tell he's like in great shape, but he's still, I don't know, like the way he uh, picks up his wins. One thing I'm going to tell you is, uh, I, I'm sure it's just a translation problem, but the Japanese translate his nickname to Knife Pervert. <laughs> knife Pervert. I'm not going to say anymore, folks. Knife <laughs> Pervert. Uh, this night was okay for wrestling. Definitely love the uh, Osprey and Ishii. Really shocked by Taichi beating Suzuki. Uh, Jay White and Kota Ibushi, yeah, it was okay. Um, Jeff Cobb, Shingo Takagi was middle to okay, and definitely a stinkeroni in uh, Kazuchika Okada defeating Takagi. Yeah, terrible. Don't care. All right, let's move on to uh, to day four. Okay, so in day four, we have first match, and I know you like this one a lot, and I want this, you to tell me why. I I just I like the all the whole like um wins not ahead uh, go to in in the front face lock and like go to flipping back over. It's not okay. back. like a lot of the false finishes. It was really great. I, I really like this one. Okay. We didn't really say what the match was. It, it's, it uh, was Hiroki go to defeating Sonata. Sonata. Yeah. I'm surprised Sonata now with two losses. Um, I expected a little bit more out of him. Uh, go to looking good. Mm-hmm. But like we said, he's sort of the proverbial bridesmaid. Who knows if he ever actually gets a win, right? Of the, of the big thing. Uh, next match, well, it's our usual garbage Toriano garbage fest. This, this time, one, uh, I didn't like this one too much. No, it's Toriano defeating Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, the gimmick here being uh, Tanahashi taking away Yano's tape, taping his eyes shut, and yet he still manages to get crotch. Okay, again. that's what happened at the end because I saw me he had like tape on his eyes and like, wait, what's going on? Um, so I want you to think about this. That means Tor- that means Hir- Hiroshi Tanahashi was pinned by a blind Toriyama. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, puts, uh, that puts four points at Yano. That puts Tanahashi still at zero. Ouch. Ouch. Oh. Uh, gotta say, not a great match. Mm-hmm. It was, I guess it had some fun moments. It's, it's a comedy thing. Uh, moving on next, Juice Robinson defeating Kenta. Um, Bored. I was not. Yeah, I wasn't feeling this one. Uh, I expect more out of Kenta. Mm-hmm. Juice Robinson definitely taking a surprise win. Big win for him. Big loss for Kenta. So uh, let's see where they go with that. Um, okay, this is the most weirdest night problem. <laughs> Evil versus this... defeated Yoshihashi. I'm going to say this before you say anything. I'm going to say okay. it. Yep. I make fun of Yoshihashi a lot because he's boring and lackluster. Yeah. 
This is the first match I've ever seen this man wrestle like he should wrestle. He wrestled a great match here. Right off the bat, aggressive, coming in, attacking Evil with his that, that stick thing he carries. Had Evil in so many great positions. He looked like a real freaking wrestler for a change. I know we're probably not going to see that ton on Yoshihashi again, but tonight Yoshihashi looked like a wrestler. Oh, actually, uh, this one uh, I was uh, impressed with this one because he really took it to Evil in this match. I, I agree. And Evil seems a little lackluster right now. Um, he won, but I mean, it took, look how much interference from Dick Togo it took. <laughs> no? I mean, there was even a sequence in there where uh, he had piano wire wrapped around Yoshihashi's throat, trying to choke him out while the referee wasn't looking. Um, kind of makes evil look a little weak. Mm-hmm. Makes Yoshihashi really strong. I do not thought I'd ever see the day I'd be praising Yoshihashi, but uh, this is it, folks. <laughs> Write this down, circle it in your calendar, because it's never happened before. Kind of have a wondering if it'll ever happen again. September 24th. There we go. We <laughs> marked it down. <laughs> and now let's look at the main event tonight. Tatsuyo Naito versus Zack Sabre Jr. This was a really good match. Um, Zack Sabre, once again, forcing his uh, opponent to wrestle his way. Mm-hmm. Forcing Naito to slow down all the impact moves and have to actually wrestle him. Uh, and it was tough. I mean, Zack is kind of the king of this mat wrestling stuff. So... Very good match. In the end, Naito taking the win over Zack Sabre Jr. Um, he looked impressive, which is good because I kind of had the feeling lately that uh, that he hasn't been looking that good. That Naito's kind of been scraggling along. You know what I mean? So I guess good for him. I'm going to take a look right now at uh, at the standings. Okay. Okay. Uh, First of all, I, I got in front of me at least the block B standings after tonight. That puts, um, oh wow, tied at first place, we have Tetsuya Naito. That makes sense. Evil, no, sorry, Tetsuya Naito. Juice Robinson. Wow, okay, four points. Toriano, four points. That's a really surprising. Then in second place, well, in this, in, tied for a second, we have Evil with two points. Hiroyuki Goto with two points, Kenta with two points, Zack Sabre Jr. with two points. And then tied at the bottom, Hiroyoshi Tanahashi, Sonata, and Yoshihashi all at zero. I'm extremely surprised to see Sonata being at the very bottom here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm surprised Kenta losing one of his matches. I thought he would do better. Uh, Cannot tell you a surprise to him that Juice Robinson has won both of his or that Toriano has managed to cheat his way into two wins uh that usually you know, doesn't last too long you know i gotta say uh, toriano should be a heel i mean for for like all the cheating he does to win <laughs> yeah he uh that guy really cheats his ass off oh, dude. <laughs> i know i guess because he presents himself as kind of a goofy guy the fans love him i guess that, that's my that's my story and i'm sticking with it elliot all right so well we are uh, four days into the G1, folks. This is be our first aftermath. So far, things I'm wondering about. I wondered about Minoru Suzuki. Was he taking some kind of run? Well, Taichi kind of derailed that. So now I've definitely changed my priorities. I'm now wondering, as my dark horse pick, Will Ospreay. Mm. That's two matches solid that he's taken out. And did you notice that... Uh, I forgot to mention that last week after his match, he took the mic and spoke to the crowd. That's a rarity you see in, in New Japan. People don't usually do that in the middle of shows. That's something that happens at the well, end. Well, well, Osprey. Yeah. 
He did a little well, speech it, after the first match. That's something well, that rarely happens. So my thing is, I'm wondering if uh, New Japan is ready to strap a strap a rocket to his back and uh, make him some kind of uh, some kind of something bigger. Um, looking in the B blocks, um, Akata very much surprising me that he's kind of trudging along like that. Naito uh, was worried about him going in. He looked kind of weak going in. So far, he hasn't lost a match, which means. He, has, he doesn't have to give up a title shot to anyone so far. Uh, Yano, well, it's early days. I, I expect him to grab a bunch of, well, at least three or four, uh, you know, crappy, cheap wins. And so far, he's had the first two of his run. Um, Taichi, what's the story there? I swear, if, if this guy wins one more match, I'm going to be like, wow, okay, we, we better start taking a closer look at, at him. You know what? Um I'm wondering, Elio, if the reason that you're so upset and jealous at Taichi is because he stole your gimmick. Why am I jealous of him? I'm actually endorsing him. I think you're jealous of him because he tear away pants just like you do. <laughs> What's going on? I'm going to let you go for this week's aftermath. We'll be back after probably at least ooh, five more days. Probably after day nine, I think, will be uh, our next uh, release of a show. We'll talk about all those matches in cards five to nine. Uh, Elio hopefully will get over his weird Taichi obsession. Uh, I don't know what to say. I want to apologize to Taichi and the rest of New Japan Wrestling's fan and to the makers of Terror. I don't know what's going on. Folks, have yourself a great night. Watch the G1. Lots of cool wrestling. Elio. Yes, sir. Say goodnight to the good people. Uh, fans, we'll talk to you all next week.